0: welcome to gabby the marriage and family podcast where it will be okay we are your hosts marriage counselors terrell and tanisha Pugh. we are a family of nine who after the death of our daughter learned that life was going to be okay and now we help other families in distress realize the same are you ready to heal and learn that your marriage and family will be okay. Well, let's get started. Hello, this is Terrell Pugh, and thank you so much for listening to the Gabby Podcast. How would you like to do what you love, working with couples as a marriage coach or with individuals and families as a Christian counselor? Well, we can help you over at TNTPUGH.com. Dot com. That's TNTPew.com. Hey, we'd love to help you get started today. Again, working as a marriage coach or a Christian counselor, head over to TNTPew.com. Thank you.
1: Welcome back to the Gabby podcast. I'm your host, Tanisha Pugh. And
0: I'm Terrell Pugh.
1: And we're so happy you've decided to tune in again this evening. Um, we're going to continue our talks surrounding trauma in a prior episode, we defined trauma. We talked about how couples or families may experience trauma, uh, the different types of trauma. And uh, last our last episode, we discussed financial trauma. Uh, and we're going to just continue that conversation.
0: So. Yes, yes. We're going to continue talking about financial trauma. Uh, the previous episode more or less focused on the brain and how financial trauma is interpreted by the brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just a, a, a brief recap, money to the brain means three things. It means, um, survival, mm-hmm. okay. Broken into, um, either life or death. So mm-hmm. that's really two. So life or death. And then the third thing, uh, money interprets or your brain interprets money as Society. is social, yes. a social need. Yeah. Okay. So for example, if you have a little bit of money that might trigger in you, that you're going to die and you need to do something so that you can live. That's the life value. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, if you sense the threat that maybe poverty will come upon you, Mm -hmm. that's the death value. And both of those uh, move you to make certain decisions and behave in a particular way. And then the third value we talked about was social, meaning depending on what you do with that money, let's say money you value it and it can buy you friends, quote unquote. (laughs) Then you will act in such ways that you value money because it gives you a social status. Right. But the reverse can happen where maybe the messages you received was that money was bad. Hmm. And so your social group, Mm -hmm. the only way they will accept you is if you shun money. Right. If you live sort of... um, just modestly, a, or, or not even modestly. <laughs> I think modest modestly is, is good. good. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe if you live like a self-deprived life mm. because of the understanding or thought or belief that money is not good, right? Okay. Right. That's actually a traumatic um, response. B- b- response behavior, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we're going to actually talk a little bit more specifically about that, and we're talking more specifically to the question of why why individuals. Uh, who have access to resources, access to money and access to opportunity. Why might those individuals struggle with finances, with managing money, with Mm -hmm. poverty, with um, all of those financial issues? Yeah. Yeah. And essentially it's it's financial trauma. So that's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about today.
1: Wonderful. I think that um, this is going to be very helpful for, um, for you to maybe have some of your, um, your friends uh, tune in. Um, please take some notes. I think this could be very helpful. It was helpful for us to um, kind of discover certain things about some of our own behaviors and implement uh, or make certain adjustments um, that would ultimately shift us out of what appeared to have been a cycle uh, response to trauma.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we're going to need to better understand this, OK, uh, I'm going to introduce uh, what's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, some of you listening to this, hearing that if you're a school teacher, if you're a counselor yourself uh, or maybe if you're in a related field mm-hmm. where that that uh, that model has been used, mm-hmm. you know what that is. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is, I'll explain it. Or do you want to explain it? How do you want to do this?
1: Mm-hmm. Um well, I know I remember fe- being first introduced to it <laughs> in, uh, um, in school. School, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in a sociology class. I think it was a philosophy or sociology class. But mm-hmm. yes, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's a it, it's the pyramid uh, of needs where it starts with the foundational needs that people need to mm-hmm. survive. That's right. Um, and and those are the basics, right? That's mm-hmm. the physiological needs, right? Absolutely. Um, uh, food, right? If you don't have food, you will food, die. That's right. <laughs> physiological, referring mm-hmm. to the
0: the body's natural mm-hmm. needs. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yes. And um, just uh, to um, kind of veer off just a little bit, I recall um, having a revelation on—there was a time in our spiritual walk where we didn't prioritize, um, you know, maybe— providing uh, uh, maybe food banks or things like that, um, we more prioritize the spiritual needs of people Mm -hmm. um, over the physiological needs. And I remember there were conversations at times where, um, you know, maybe statements were made of, uh, well, you know, we want to give people food, but what we need to do is tell them about Jesus. Yes, yes, And uh, I remember when uh, I think you and I were talking Mm -hmm. and we we had the revelation of, well, people won't be able to receive this information or good news about Jesus, if they're thinking, if I don't eat tomorrow, I'm going to (laughs) die. Right. That's
0: right. If I have stomach cramps, if Mm -hmm. I'm hungry, if my basic physiological needs are not met, I can't think about higher order needs, which will explain what some of those are. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Yes. So even Maslow's hierarchical needs, they were um, scripture already talked about it. Yeah. Talk to read the book of James.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, and Jesus fed People, right. He right. multiplied the food. That's right. Um, you know, I, I'm almost positive that if Jesus would not have multiplied the food in that particular instance, um, he mm-hmm. would he would not have drawn as many as individuals. Right. right? And, and not only that. So here's the other here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. When he performed miracles, mm-hmm. right, when he he healed people, yes. he delivered them, he set them free. Yes. What he was doing was he was tending to their basic physiological needs my god Mm -hmm. Mm, he was tending to those basic needs
1: that's right yeah Mm -hmm. that's right that makes good sense and and it goes back to um james when he said if your brother is (laughs) hungry don't don't tell him you know you know you have faith move on move forward you'll be all right that's right Um, no give him something to eat that's right give him something to eat that's right uh but yes so that's the basic foundation yeah that's Mm -hmm. the
0: basic so that's if you're looking if you're looking at this on youtube i may put up a graph um Mm -hmm. a graphic but if you're just listening to this as a podcast um Mm -hmm. i just want you to envision a triangle okay and at the base of the triangle are the physiological needs yes okay that's right um after the physiological needs excuse me had something caught in my throat okay yeah, I think I'm okay, <laughs> <laughs> I but yes, it. I'm I all right.
1: Give you a coconut water.
0: Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> but when when you go one level up, mm-hmm. after a person's physiological needs are met, then comes the safety, safety needs. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And the safety needs, um, that's work. Mm-hmm. and home things like that things yeah. that will provide you safety
1: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. shelter that's right That's right, right. Mm-hmm. shelter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. when you go one level above safety mm-hmm. where do you go
1: so one level above safety uh sense of belonging community mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. feeling connected that's connectedness right. um uh and and that is that's so you know it, it makes me think of the people we see at Arise and Live Christian Counseling. Mm. A lot of times we'll have a, we'll have maybe a family or a couple seek mm-hmm. therapy. Yeah. Um, but when things start to really shake up with their safety, mm-hmm. um, with their phys- not so much the physiological needs because oftentimes those needs are met. Right. But you know, h- shelter, transportation, that sort of thing. They right.
0: So car breaks down. Something's yes, wrong with the car. Exactly. The threat of foreclosure uh-huh. or mm-hmm. just some imminent danger to their, you know, their yeah. home, apartment, whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: They tend to um, uh, remove the necessity for counseling. And I get the, the logic behind that. Mm-hmm. Right. But it would make sense right now. Our shelter is at risk. Yeah. So, again, foundation, physiological need. Secondarily, mm-hmm. shelter. Third, we have this set th- love and mm-hmm. feeling belonging, con- sense of community, yes. that sort of thing. Um, but yes, so that's the third
0: That's area. right. And mm-hmm. I'll say this, not only that, but individuals may forego mm-hmm. love and belonging. Mm-hmm. They may forego those relationships mm-hmm. to secure some of the Safety, prior. Yeah. Um, yes. Levels, which yeah. which are okay. I'm going to forego this relationship mm-hmm. because I need a place to live, or I need yes. um, shelter, or my you know I need to repair my car, or right. I need to eat food. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and so as mm-hmm. we go through this hierarchy or hierarchical needs mm-hmm. um, uh, triangle here, it's understood that you must be able to successfully master one level in order to move up to the, to the next. next level. Yes. Okay, and then if you have not mastered it you're going to have problems as you go up the next levels all right so we start out with physiological then we go into the safety needs Mm -hmm. then we just mentioned love and belonging Mm -hmm. one level above love and and belonging Mm -hmm. is the need for esteem Mm -hmm. okay and the need for esteem is that need of accomplishment Mm. okay i need to feel that i'm successful yeah that i've
1: I'm making an impact. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something meaningful. Um you may hear talks about purpose. You may That's start right. to ask what is my purpose. Um and you you're free to do that if you have your foundational needs met, mm-hmm. your safety needs are met. Mm-hmm. There's this sense of community and belonging. Now right. you are Free to think, oh, why am I here?
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so the very last level to this, and then we'll tie in what financial trauma mm-hmm. is within this understanding. The very top of the pyramid or the top of the triangle, what, what, what it is, the top of the triangle is self actualization. And this could mean two things. This could be connecting yourself spiritually to, Mm -hmm. to God or just having that sense of, um, connection to things bigger than yourself. Um, or it could mean that you've reached your full potential and now you're completely satisfied Mm. with yourself because you feel as if you feel as if you've exhausted all that, who you are Mm. and you can now in a sense sort of rest. Mm. Um, There's nothing else to worry about or have a need Mm. for. And Mm. that's why it's also spiritual because individuals who do achieve um, connection with God, Mm -hmm. they feel the sense of peace. There's, and I, I have no reason to worry about my needs mm. because I've reached self-actualization in a sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what Christ gives us. Christ gives us peace. Mm. Now, I will say a shortcut to all of this is if you can develop and prioritize mm-hmm. your relationship with Christ, yeah. you will have self-actualization, even if all of the below levels are not met. Are not met, Interesting. Okay. That is sort of a Christian perspective on the, this hierarchy of needs. Okay. Yes. I will say this: financial trauma messes up all of that. Mm. Okay. Mm. And so here's here's the nuts and bolts. Here's the nitty gritty of what we're talking about today. All right. How does financial trauma Blade impact on this, Doctor <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go down to the to the very base. Of this triangle, our basic needs mm-hmm. okay, are in the two levels, the first level being um, physiological, mm-hmm. your food, your water, um, and also your sleep, mm-hmm. the need to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then one level above that, again, is, are the safety needs, shelter. your shelter, transportation. your transportation, your work. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that make you feel safe when you in your childhood, when you experience. A scarcity of money so mm-hmm. maybe you grew up poor so this could be poverty mm-hmm. maybe you've experienced frequent evictions or mm-hmm. frequent moving mm-hmm. things were unstable mm-hmm. maybe you've experienced um, malnourishment mm-hmm. right sort of a milder form of starvation Yeah. all of those things connected to money mm-hmm. Right. as you grow older you learn that those things are connected to money the trauma then tells you and it teaches you how to exist with, without those elements. Those basic needs. Those basic needs. Mm. Trauma teaches you that it's okay to forego sleep. It's okay to forego food. It's okay to forego um, shelter. shelter. It's okay to forego. It, it teaches you that all of those things can be sacrificed because that's what you've been used to. Mm -hmm. That's what you've learned. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now when you're an adult and you're questioning, you're asking yourself, you know, why am I constantly going through evictions? Why am I constantly I can't seem to keep a job. I can't seem to, um, you know, do those acquire those basic needs. Or it could be it could be the reverse. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is it could be why am I a workaholic? Hmm. Remember a basic physiological need Mm -hmm. is sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do workaholics sacrifice?
1: Anything, everything, (laughs) anything and everything. (laughs) Right.
0: But what's one of the things that they sacrifice in order to work?
1: Oh my goodness. Sleep for sure.
0: They sacrifice sleep because the trauma has told them, if you that don't work,
1: you die. If
0: you don't work, you die. Right. Yes. And so in order to protect the safety.
1: Scripture doesn't help, though. Scripture says man don't work, he don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm that's, not blaming yeah. you.
0: <laughs> but this no, this but is a yes. trauma response, right? Yes. yes because yes, these are the behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Trauma, again, is not necessarily the incident. Mm-hmm. That That's the activating event. Yes. But trauma That's the behavior. The
1: response. That's how
0: you respond. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Is
0: some of that making sense? At least I hope it makes sense for the viewers.
1: Absolutely, it makes sense. It makes Mm -hmm. very good sense. You know, what I'm hearing you say is um, when you're introduced to um, those types of uh, losses early in your development, it becomes an option. So I saw mommy and daddy get evicted. So this is just a part of life. And while you may not say, yeah, this is an acceptable option, that's what it ultimately leads to. That's that right. this is it's it's an, it's an option. Whereas um, an indi- an individual who perhaps didn't experience that, that's not an option. And so what that may lead to is they will find all sorts of other ways to prevent that from happening and that becomes natural that Mm -hmm. becomes the normal response for them
0: that's right Um,
1: because i've not i've not been you know an eviction is just not something that's going to it's not going to get that far Mm -hmm. right that's right another thing too is um if you think about the sudden loss of shelter um it also may mean that there are certain behaviors that were being modeled before that child that lead to such an outcome. Um, Because it's not that someone just happened into an eviction. There are certain Mm -hmm. behaviors that would lead to that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, loss of a job where you're going from job to job. Um, What are those behaviors, right? Um, And so... We learn by what we see, especially in our very vulnerable stages of development. That's right. You know, and it gets implanted in our brains. And then it just comes out as we get as we start to do life, Um, whether we we, we believe it or not. So, you know, the age old do as I say, not as I do. It doesn't work. Mm -mm,
0: mm -mm. (laughs) It doesn't.
1: Yes, it doesn't. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'll say this. And so this becomes problematic in relationships in family relationships yes. and in marital relationships so if it's just a husband and wife is problematic, if yes. there's children in the system, it's problematic. Yes. Um, the more obvious one is with children because you transmit these messages to your children and then it perpetuates. Right. Yes. Yes. And then that's where we get um, generational curses from. Yes. Right. Yes. So whether you believe in a generational curse or if you just believe in the transmission of negative messages, it's, mm-hmm. it's all the same. Right. But the right. other part of that is between husbands and wives in the the relationship there Mm -hmm. because remember if we're going according to the needs hierarchy Mm -hmm. we start out with physiological Mm -hmm. right food sleep that type of thing Mm -hmm. but if i'm traumatized then my response is oh i can do without that i have i don't need that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: problem number one
1: yeah okay
0: let's put that in in the back of our mind Mm -hmm. then if we go to needs number two the next level up safety Mm. i know what it's like to live on the street or live out of my car or, you know, not have a a secure home Mm -hmm. problem. Number two, the next level up from near is love and belonging. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that traumatized individual who skipped those two milestones, let's Mm -hmm. call them developmental milestones. Mm -hmm. They skip them and then they attempt to get into a relationship with Mm -hmm. someone and they connect and they, they love, they want to belong. Mm -hmm. But it's problematic because that other individual most likely has not experienced that. And if they did experience that, the developmental need for safety and physiological needs, whether or not you ignore them, they don't go away. So that that need to accomplish successfully Mm -hmm. the missing milestones Mm -hmm. will always show up. Yes. In the love and relationship yes. level, yes. and it will be perpetual problems.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: And so, the way in which you um, resolve that, you honestly, you have to go back.
1: Yeah, yes, you have to confront the the incidents that might have led to trauma in your life. That's right. And you have to um, uh, take in some new information about what has happened um, and assess your philosophy that was a result of what you might have experienced. That's right. Um, And then you have to retrain yourself. uh, What's true? What's a healthier weight uh, outlook um, uh, in life? Yes. Um, And this is not to ever discount or make anyone feel bad. We have lived and had some very unfortunate incidents in our lifetime. Yes. Um, We're not super old yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have lived through some very, very hard times and, yes. um, and you know, and I'm sure we'll have other hard times, um, you know, just because we're believers and, uh, you know, we don't, we're not exempt from hard times. People That's just right. aren't exempt. What we really want to hone in on is when, um, you find, if you find that you're stuck in a cycle and so badly want to exit that cycle we want for you to consider have i at some point in my life experienced a traumatic event Mm -hmm. that might be contributing to a philosophy i have i have grabbed grabbed a hold of that's that's informing my decisions Mm -hmm. um and that's what's keeping me trapped That's right. So that's the purpose of uh, this conversation. It's not to make anybody feel um, guilty, feel bad, feel condemned um, Mm -mm. uh, or or feel bad in any way.
0: That's right. Scripture says the truth will make make you free. That's right. And if you don't know the truth, you'll be trapped in these negative Um, cycles cycles forever. That's
1: right. right? That's right.
0: And so let's continue going up this triangle. Yes. Right. So Mm -hmm. if you, again, experience trauma and you forego the basic needs in life, you Mm -hmm. forego your shelter, you forego your sleep, you forego your food, you Mm -hmm. forego your um, work, home, all of those things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you try to connect in relationships. We just explained how that will be prob- problematic. Yes. But if you go one level above that, mm-hmm. which is esteem, mm-hmm. that's a, set- a sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm. you'll have problems there too.
1: Yes, because you won't feel accomplished yeah. because those basic needs you would have felt that you failed in supplying or providing for exactly. yourself. Much more providing in a relationship. That's right. Uh, and as you outlined so well, um, um, Terrell, you said that, uh, you know, when you try to connect as that third level, um, the person who uh, didn't successfully fill those two, the, the two prior stages and, and are now connecting with someone who did and has that expectation that those are, um, are, are uh, provisions that are going to be made, there is disconnect here. There's disconnection. There's distress. Yep. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and remember,
0: even if the other individual in the relationship mm-hmm. has experienced an equal level of trauma. So mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. let's say the man and the woman both mm-hmm. skip those two first levels and they both hold to the idea of, you know, I, I can sacrifice we can do it. We can we live can, in our car. Mm-hmm. That's right. If they both experience that, mm-hmm. whether they realize it or whether they want to fight against it, mm-hmm. our, the reason why it's called a physiological need mm-hmm. is because it's, it's rooted in your physical body. Yeah so no matter what you do that
1: need is still there your
0: need right the need and your mind will tell you yeah. you need to be safe you yeah. need to to be fed mm-hmm. you need to have income mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and you will find yourself in perpetual argument mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the individual fighting over things that you know, you think it's hmm. I left the cap off the toothpaste. But re- what it really is, is
1: I have a need that isn't being met. That's
0: right. I need a, I have a need more specifically for for stable for a stable job.
1: Yeah. I have yeah. a
0: need for continued income or a that's safe right. place to live. Yeah. You know, the neighborhood we're living in isn't safe. Yes.
1: yes. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when you think about because um, we always we could bring everything back to Genesis. Right. In the very beginning, God gave Adam a home.
0: That's right. He gave gave him a
1: home. home. And what else did he give him?
0: Gave him a job. He
1: gave him a J-O-B. Yes, he did.
0: He gave him food, unlimited. Yes, unlimited
1: supply of
0: food. He said the herbs of the ground, the grass, the trees, they shall be for you food. Yes,
1: (laughs) absolutely. So these needs are not being made. These weren't socially. um, No, uh, they're not
0: social constructs.
1: Yes, no. Mm -hmm. They were there from the very beginning. God recognized or put these needs in us that's right um, uh, yes. and i want to
0: say another thing about the need for esteem mm-hmm. right so individuals again who skip the milestones mm-hmm. of um the basics mm-hmm. right those two safety and physiological mm-hmm. and they go up to love and belonging. have problems there they go up to esteem have problems there mm-hmm. sometimes what happens with individuals who are struggling with esteem mm-hmm. they the trauma has convinced them so much mm-hmm. that they don't need the the prior yeah. elements, the prior um, stages, mm-hmm. milestones. The mind sometimes tricks them into believing that they have accomplished them mm. in some way. So if the mind doesn't tell them, hey, you can do without it, mm. then the other message the mind says the brain will send is you have You've, it. You have it. <laughs> You've already right. It yeah. gives you the illusion or the delusion that you've achieved safety. Wow. Okay. And that's really what a delusion is. Mm. The delusion is something that essentially you believe is real, um, but really isn't real. Okay. In this, in this case, this is sort of like a um, psychological delusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you go one level above that, right, which is the top level. Yes. Self-actualization. Yes. How does trauma, financial trauma impact Self-actualization. Right. Mm. Sort of that top level, that level of I've arrived or even Mm. um, your relationship with God. Yeah.
1: So I can't say conclusively all of the ways that that can impact self-actualization. I can say what I've observed. Yes. Um, And what I've observed is individuals who um, don't successfully uh, um, carry out uh, or meet those basic. Um, uh, needs, they'll get to a place where they don't believe in a higher power. Mm -hmm. They don't believe in God um, Mm -hmm. because if there were a God, I would not, I wouldn't have had to suffer, Um, Mm -hmm. not recognizing or taking into account the decisions that might have led them to miss out on certain things, yes. Um, is everyone well? And and I won't go there, but mm-hmm. yes. No, and no, so
0: you're you're right there. Mm-hmm. You're right because that's what happens. Individuals mm-hmm. then um, they begin to scapegoat, yes. because that's easy. It's easy, mm-hmm. and sometimes if life gets to the point where it things become unexplainable mm-hmm. to you, right, mm-hmm. or not unexplainable, but things get so difficult, your decisions mm-hmm. become. So, mm. um, uh, the consequences are just so heavy for you. Mm. You may, your trauma mm-hmm. response is to flee. Yeah. It's, it's flight. Yeah. And what that looks like, it can look like you blaming mm-hmm. someone else. Okay. Yeah. Fighting would look like I'm taking responsibility. I'm yeah. going to work on this. I can this is this. my fault. I can right. Yeah. I I lost the job. Yeah. You know, I'm the one with the issue. Mm. The f- um the flight response in trauma can look like eh, passing blame. It's not my fault. The reason why I got fired was because of this or mm. the reason why this happened was because of that. Mm-hmm. Um I guess yeah, you know, maybe God doesn't like me or mm-hmm. you know, everything happens for a reason, mm. but you're not taking ownership. That's right. Because That's right. remember self-actualization mm. is also self-fulfillment mm. it's when you can look at yourself in the mirror and say I've done a good job
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah another thing I, I, I've observed with this piece is um, the opposite a little bit mm-hmm. uh, where um, it one may succumb to they do believe in God mm-hmm. um, but they uh, are Quicker to um, accept
0: uh, the ex- suffering or accept yes, the, the yes, yes,
1: stating mm-hmm. it's it, it happened for a reason. You know, um, God, right. God, God, God. This is what God wanted. It's okay. Um, God is in this. I'm I'm just gonna uh, c- keep on going. You know, um, this must just be the will for for my life at this point, and mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, not. Realizing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is not a prosperity message. That's okay? right. Okay. Not right. at all. And,
0: and so, to that, I want to say this. Yes. And then I want you to continue. Yes. Um, there is certainly, mm-hmm. so there's, there's what's called the doctrine of suffering. Mm-hmm. And so, within the Christian's experience, mm-hmm. there will be suffering. Yes. Okay. So, the suffering we're talking about now is not that. Correct. Sometimes they might overlap, but that's not what we're talking about. The suffering we're talking about Mm -hmm. is the foregoing of physiological and safety needs willfully. Yeah. Okay. As a result of trauma. So the decision to Mm. maybe be okay with not working Mm -hmm. or be okay with um, being a workaholic and not spending time with family. Yeah. Those types of decisions. Yes. Yes. mm, That result in. One's suffering.
1: That's right, and I don't want to overlook the workaholic response because Mm -hmm. that's a that's a big one. That's one that I know um, myself personally. I I, I suffer with. It's the Jamaican syndrome.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't know about Um, that. (laughs) Yes,
1: but uh, but what with that? No, it it's true. Um, You know, another observation uh, is that an individual because they've experienced trauma, has made an internal vow mm-hmm. to themselves. They don't know they've done it. They've done it, but they've done it. Um, that they will, one, never not have a job, mm-hmm. or it may be never not have more than one job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they sense that, that's, that anything threatens that, even the love of their family, even not the love, but the time, time mm-hmm. with their family, Yeah. They will actually sacrifice that because of sur- out of a their thinking survival, but that's because it's a traumatic response. That's right. It's a trauma response. Um, and so you know, what do you do if you're one of those individuals? Well, first you have to, and if you don't know that you're one of those individuals, I want you to just consider the decisions you've made recently. Think about um you know the last week or two don't you know you don't have to go back very far just go back to the last couple of weeks have you made decisions that started with your job in the middle and everything else outside of that or did you make decisions with yourself your family in the middle and everything else came after that that's right right yeah. um that's a good way to track back and assess Do I have healthy boundaries um, in place that is that that um, that's actually leading to me um, prioritizing uh, my family uh, over my job? And if you conclude that, you know what? No, I don't. I think that I have to make certain decisions to make Mm -hmm. sure I keep my job. Yeah. Okay. There's some certain truths to that. Right. That's right. But what are those decisions sacrificing? Exactly. Right. And that's the question. Mm-hmm.
0: What are those decisions sacrificing?
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know.
0: Um, and I'll mention this, yeah. you know, being that you went here before, I don't want to lose too much time. Yes. Um, the question might come up. Right. So to talk about some of the other elements in the pyramid, we'll mm-hmm. go to the psychological needs, okay. which are the middle two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the need for love and be- belonging, again, to remind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the need for esteem. Mm. OK. And so the question is. How does financial trauma show up Mm -hmm. in those areas Mm -hmm. with love and belonging and esteem? Mm -hmm. Remember what we said earlier, Mm -hmm. the brain views and understands money Mm -hmm. three ways. One of those ways is it's and interprets it as
1: life or death.
0: Well, yeah, life or death. I'm sorry. No, okay. that's good. Yeah, life yeah. or death. And then the third is? Um, social.
1: Social. Social status. Right, Right. Mm-hmm. social
0: status. So let's just say maybe you're, you had early experiences mm-hmm. or you grew up in a household where money was used to control, mm-hmm. right, to control the relationship. Ooh. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the financial trauma in that area. Yeah. You, you, you did not learn what it was like to have a healthy relationship with money mm-hmm. um, and people. In the mm. mix, you know, and, and it mm. could be as simple as it doesn't even have to be on the level of caregivers like your parents. Right. It could be maybe, maybe you was from a well-to-do family and you was just the kid in school that always had lunch money, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to be your friend.
1: Yeah. So
0: now you've developed the message of if I have money,
1: you'll get lots of friends. Then
0: I'll get lots of friends, and mm-hmm. so in your adulthood that love and belonging Mm. on the hierarchical uh, hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. the way you interpret and use money is to buy friendships. Or if someone's not a friend with you, you may feel.
1: If you buy them something. Right. And Mm -hmm. so
0: now you're a gift giver. You're you think you're just a generous person. But really what it is, is it's you trying to buy friendship so you can be approved. Yes, And so that could be a way in which financial trauma shows up in those areas. The same thing with esteem. Mm. You know, I need to feel good mm-hmm. by using my money yeah. to gain a social status yeah. so I can be accepted. Hmm. Um, so that's how financial trauma can come out in those areas.
1: Yeah, um, and, and I wonder if um, we can say, so there's financial trauma and then there's maybe unhealthy relationship with money.
0: mm. Right. And so, I mean I think can you you're you're saying I think we can those, delineate those two things right, as two right. separate concepts.
1: Yeah, because I can see I mean an unhealthy relationship with money could be a result of early financial trauma. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Um and again, trauma, all trauma is it's just your response to a particular incident or right. an event. But say someone from a well to do family, um, develops this idea um that uh in order to have friendships you have to be able to buy nice things and mm-hmm. um and you I, we even observe that in certain uh relationships where right. um one spouse messes up and the answer is let's buy you a new car right mm-hmm. um and and i it and and it's not necessarily that they've been that there was a traumatic event hmm But that they learned vicariously unhealthy messages about um, money, relationship with money.
0: So I'll say this, Mm -hmm. at least how I'm defining it and Mm -hmm. understanding it Mm -hmm. and would explain it it is the same thing, because all trauma is, Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of um, it's when you become overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and are and are unable to respond appropriately. Uh-huh. So it's just overwhelmed. So I can be overwhelmed with grief and hurt mm. and not know what to do. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to buy you a car. Mm. First of all, that's me being impulsive, mm-hmm. especially if I don't have car money okay. <laughs> to you can just buy. buy. A car. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but, you know, if I don't have that type of money, that's mm-hmm. obviously not a good decision. It's impulsive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I've been overwhelmed. And mm. so by definition, that's traumatic. Mm. I'm responding in a traumatic way.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Good Mm -hmm. deal. That was just a thought that came to mind Mm -hmm. um, because as we were talking, I was just seeing unhealthy relationship with money. That's an unhealthy relationship with how to handle money. That's Mm -hmm. an unhealthy idea or understanding of what money is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. And so just to also, so you'll understand this, Mm -hmm. when we're saying trauma, Mm -hmm. what we're also saying is your brain has um developed habits. So mm-hmm. to use your word unhealthy, mm-hmm. your brain has developed unhealthy habits, mm. unhealthy uh neurological pathways that are now second nature to it, that are now reactionary to automatic it. Automatic responses. That are now your yeah. automatic responses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. so the way out of everything that we're we're talking about mm-hmm. to sort of give you a one word answer (laughs) (laughs) on how do I fix this? How do I heal from this? Um, You have to develop better habits. That's what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, however you get to it, whatever counseling you receive, whatever therapy you receive, whatever deliverance you receive, what it's going to look like, it's going to look like you developing healthy habits. I promise you that becoming aware of the situation, of the issue, mm-hmm. and then developing healthy habits. And all a habit is, is doing the same thing over and over and over, but doing yes. it the right way. It's like the saying, when I say practice makes perfect, perfect no, practice. perfect practice makes perfect. That's right. That's right. right. So mm-hmm. you do the do the right thing, but do it over and over and over until it becomes second nature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. What's uh, um, another way we can overcome this, or is that the only way?
0: Um, the only uh, the other way you can overcome financial trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the other way you can overcome financial trauma is by making a whole lot of money, and then <laughs> no, no, I'm with no. that one. <laughs> uh,
1: need to get another job. Honey. No, 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 because it's
0: not always about making a lot of money. It
1: isn't, right?
0: You can have a lot of money and still not have healthy habits. A Exactly. You can still overspend. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at all of the stories we hear about people who have millions and then end up broke. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Right. Very true. Very true. You know, or or people who have that type of money and they need other people to manage it because, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't take the time to do the work so that they can manage it or at least be part of that process somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, but Not that we
1: want to put accountants out of a work job or anything. No, no, no. Accountants. <laughs> we, we need accountants. Yes, we yeah. do. We do. Yes. Financial planners. You guys are very much needed. So,
0: Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um,
1: this is good. This is good. I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah. I, you know, hopefully uh, this was helpful to all of you. If you yes. have questions, please reach out and ask. We'll be more than happy to. Um, take some time to respond to those. And, mm-hmm. um, and if you feel that, you know what, I think I might need a little bit more support mm-hmm. to move out of this cycle that I'm in, um, then please call us. Uh, visit our website, and That's right. Um, uh, and set up an appointment. <laughs> That's right.
0: If you're, if you're wondering, look, I'm, when it comes to money, I'm just going to go through a couple of things. Mm-hmm. When it comes to money, ask yourself, am I avoidant? Do I avoid conversations mm. talking about money? Mm. Um, you know, do I want not want to be held accountable for my spending? Mm. Do I use terms like, you know, it's my money. I can spend it. I worked for it. I can spend it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you overspend? You know, are you so generous Oops. where you're just giving away all your money where you're now making life difficult for yourself Whoa. or you're taking money from your family, using it somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere else? Are you Underspending, meaning maybe you're stingy with money. <laughs> um, are you compulsive, mm. you know, in your spending? Are you hoarding your money?
1: Overly cautious, again, yeah,
0: overly cautious. I don't know if I should do this, I don't know if I should do that. Yeah, um, do you not like money? Mm. You know, maybe your philosophy is, you know, I, yeah, money's evil, I don't like it, I don't like to keep a lot of it. Mm. You know, I want to, you know, all, all I need is you know, a bag of rice. <laughs> and, 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 you know, some boiled water, hey, that, you know, that, that, that and, a, and a cardboard box, <laughs> <laughs> you know, is, is, is that you? Hey, um,
1: you know, there's some people that are like that. Mm. Uh, I'll never forget there was this man in Jamaica. He lived literally under a tree. Mm. He had like a little hut and he lived under the tree. He'd come outside. But I think he had some mental illness, though. Yeah, but,
0: uh, And I will say that, you know, a lot of this is also um, cultural also. You true. know, we, we have to take into cultural aspects. So yeah. if you're in a place where a behavior such as that is normal, then mm-hmm. then that's different. True. Right. Very true. Um, if you are a workaholic, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. if um, maybe you have unbalanced ambition, right, maybe you're just mm. really ambitious. Um, mm. If if you fall into any one of those categories, if you struggle in any one of those areas, I would say um, financial therapy um, and counseling could help tremendously for you to become a healthy, stable individual in this area.
1: That's right. Um,
0: Reach out to us. We can help you if that's you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we can
1: even point you to some um, financial therapists where that is their primary focus. That's right. Um, But yeah, you can start with us. (laughs) That's
0: right. That's right. But all right. Well, I think that's all for today's episode of the Gabby podcast. We want to thank you. And we also want to remind you that.
1: It will be okay. (laughs) Amen. It will (laughs) be be okay. okay. All right. God bless you. Bye bye. Till next time.
0: Hello. This is Terrell Pugh, and thank you so much for listening to the Gabby Podcast. How would you like to do what you love working with couples as a marriage coach or with individuals and families as a Christian counselor? Well, we can help you over at TNTPUGH.com. That's TNTPUGH.com. Hey, we'd love to help you get started today again working as a marriage coach or a Christian counselor, head over to tntpew.com. Thank you.